You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health Podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Thank you for joining us for a mindful moment. While most of us feel we're doing pretty well just to survive these days, we want you to thrive. We want to help you tap into your full potential, and that starts with a foundation in mindfulness. Mindfulness improves your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. The key to becoming more mindful is simply practice. We hope this podcast will provide you with knowledge, inspiration, and motivation. You can live a better life and we'll help you discover how along the way. So let's get started. I took a week off from doing this show because I was feeling a little stressed and scattered. We had a lot of Spanish podcasts to produce in order to catch up with the English version. I had to wrap up an annual audit for My Stuff Bags Foundation where I volunteer and we received requests for 12 workshops between mid-May and the end of June on top of an already jam-packed schedule. A blessing, to be sure, but it was as if my brain suddenly decided to check out. Cognitive scientist Herbert Simon said, What information consumes is attention. A wealth of information means a poverty of attention. I evidently slipped into poverty. Have you ever had something like this happen? You really need to be super productive, but your brain won't cooperate? For me, it wasn't so much writer's block as it was brain scramble, like a bingo cage full of balls popping all over the place, everywhere in the cage as it spins. Believe it or not, the best thing we can do in this kind of a situation is to stop. It's a sign we need to pause and take care of ourselves. When we are stressed, scattered, distracted, or unwell in any way, we greatly slow down or halt productivity. A big dose of self-care is what will kickstart productivity back up where you need it to be. But you have to be mindful enough to recognize the symptoms so that you can assess the inner situation and take mindful action. Typically, many of us associate work with stress and pressure, and some people even classify work and self-care as opposing factors. But we can integrate self-care into our work, which actually increases productivity and prevents things like a complete brain scramble from occurring. It's important to note that not all stress is bad for us. We need stress to feel motivated, to take action, and to feel purposeful. So stress is actually neither good nor bad. The impact of stress is how we define and experience it. Stress that we view as negative is what impacts our productivity, health, and well-being. Integrating self-care into our work, then, is a key to health and success. To be most productive, we need both hemispheres of our brain firing, and we need to feel physically well. It's important to remember that mind and body are not only connected, but they're continuously communicating and synchronizing. Mindfulness and all forms of meditation are very effective at activating the right hemisphere of the brain, where big-picture thinking and creativity reside and connecting mind and body. Your mind will match how your body is feeling, and your body will match how your mind is thinking. 
So being fully present in mind and body boosts productivity as we use all of our available resources. Dr. Jan Chosen Bayes describes mindfulness as deliberately paying attention to what is happening around you and within you, in your body, heart, and mind. Mindfulness is awareness without criticism or judgment. While ideally I would have slowed down before my brain felt completely scrambled, once I recognized it, I didn't judge myself. I simply listened to my mind and body. I slowed down, took a pause, and of course bounced back and was fully productive again quite quickly. Some of the many benefits of integrating mindfulness into our work include increasing positive emotions while reducing negative emotions and stress, increasing the density of gray matter in brain regions linked to learning, memory, emotion regulation, and empathy, and helping us tune out distractions and improve our memory and attention skills. All of this increases productivity, which is why many corporations, including Google, Sony, and Aetna, as well as universities and public school systems, are implementing mindfulness programs. Aetna, with about 50,000 employees, tracked their training outcomes, and while mindfulness scores increased as expected, they were surprised to discover that on average, employee stress levels dropped by 28%, reported sleep quality improved 20%, and physical pain dropped by 19%. Savings to the company averaged $5,000 per employee per year due to increased productivity and decreased health care costs alone. That makes a pretty strong case as to why self-care is important not just to us individually, but to the companies we work for. So what does applying mindfulness at work look like? The most effective application of mindfulness at work is to monotask. Thanks largely to technology, we take in far more information than people did before the digital age. One solution to respond to this bombardment was to, quote, multitask, which we now know is a myth. The brain can't multitask. It task switches. Following every switch, when our attention returns to the original task, its strength has been appreciably diminished. It can take several minutes to ramp up once again to full concentration. The harm spills over into the rest of life. For example, the inability to filter out the noise, which is the distractions, from the signal, which is what you meant to focus on, creates a confusion about what's important, resulting in a drop in our ability to retain what matters. Studies show that heavy multitaskers are more easily distracted in general. It's because their brains are bouncing back and forth all the time between different tasks. Conversely, cognitive control lets us focus on a specific goal or task and keep it in mind while resisting distractions. It turns out as little as 10 minutes of mindfulness can correct the damage to concentration from multitasking. Another approach is to perform simple everyday tasks mindfully. For example, if you're filing paperwork, pay attention to the materials, the smells, and the sounds in addition to the label on the file. This brings your awareness sharply into focus, and as you remain present, you make fewer mistakes and you work more efficiently. Before answering a ringing phone, practice taking a deep breath and feeling positive or grateful before you pick up the phone. This again centers you and pulls you into the present. You'll be a better listener and be able to think with clarity in order to respond more productively with the caller. You can also follow ultradian rhythms 
which are natural body cycles that take place throughout the day every 90 to 120 minutes. During these cycles, we're given signals if we're hungry, angry, stressed out. But instead of fighting these cycles, embrace them by working in blocks of 90 to 120 minutes. Once the minutes are up, take 5 to 15 minutes for a break to either eat, take a power nap, or go for a walk. By managing your energy this way, you'll notice that you'll be more productive because working in 90-minute bursts keeps us feeling refreshed and energetic. Using work time to exercise may actually help improve productivity, according to a study published in the Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine. If possible, build in set times during the week for taking a walk or going to the gym. Getting your blood pumping could be just what's needed to clear your head and get your focus back. You can also combine meditation with exercise by taking a walking meditation, doing a yoga session, or practicing qigong or tai chi. It's really not that difficult to insert exercise time into your workday. If you get an hour for lunch, it doesn't take you an hour to eat, right? So you could take a short walk before or after you eat. You can go to the old standby, take the stairs instead of the elevator. You can park far away from your workplace and walk. You can take public transportation, which requires a lot of walking. So just Spend some time thinking through how you could insert 15 to 30 minutes a day of movement into your regular workday schedule, and you'll find that you can indeed focus better. So integrating self-care and work is easy if you apply these simple techniques. Practice mindfulness. It takes no extra time and greatly boosts productivity. Pay attention to signals from your body that you're tired or stressed and take action. Monotask. According to a study from Stanford, we may lose 40% of our productivity by practicing the illusion of multitasking. It causes stress, increases mistakes, and slows down productivity. Take care of your mind and body and remember they're connected. Exercise, meditate, and take short breaks throughout your day. Perhaps most importantly, enjoy your work. Use gratitude, positive self-talk, and simply notice what's great about your job. Anyone can become more focused, more creative, better at framing goals, and making wiser decisions. We can all be more productive. Let's allow ourselves to take a brief break now, giving our mind and body a chance to reconnect and relax. Picture your mind settling, like snowflakes falling to the ground. Calm. Settled. In this moment, there is nothing to do. There is nowhere to be. Envision your mind connecting with your heart. Notice any tingling in your forehead. Visualize the two hemispheres of your brain linking and sharing. Allow your body to lean into a state of total relaxation, gently sending those feelings with your mind. Breathe normally 
and gratefully accept the peace and equanimity of being in this state of total relaxation. If your mind wanders, simply focus on your breath until your mind settles back into a relaxed state. Are you living to work or working to live? Life offers too many rich opportunities to just survive it. Our intention is to support you in thriving through a life of purpose and meaning. Until next time, remember to be mindful. Subscribe to A Mindful Moment on iTunes in English or Spanish. Follow us at Work to Live Productions. Please rate us to let us know if this podcast is helpful to you. A Mindful Moment is hosted and produced by Teresa McKee. The Spanish version is translated and recorded by Paola Tile. Intro music, Retreat by Jason Farnham. Outro music, Morning Stroll by Josh Kirsch, Meteorite Productions. Meditation music, Angel's Dream by Akash Gandhi.